skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's Just Two Movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies. I'm here with Jackson. It's no, it's the first episode. We're back. This is our first episode back from the like from the new year. You know, the first episode back from our break. We took a break? Yeah, we took a break. Okay. We, we, took, we took a break. <laughs> we haven't, haven't really released anything lately. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the first episode back. Anyway, if you're not familiar with the show, what we do is we watch a good movie, then we watch a bad movie, we talk about it, we have some beers, and we have some laughs. Anyway, more importantly, wow. Jackson. That was fast. Jackson. Yes. Did you watch Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and At World's End, or The World's End? I've only watched the first one. Jackson. I've had, so. All right, we're done. We're done. (laughs) I've been trying to. So it's like, all right, like plug in time, plug in time. And then it's like, things come up. It's like, uh, yeah, I know. So I watched the first one. I was like, okay. I I would say that Shaun of the Dead as the first one, the one that you've watched is actually the weakest of the three. So if you liked that at all, you're going to love the other two. My, I did. I liked it. Did you like buddy cop movies when you were a kid? Like Lethal Weapon? Shit like, like was that up your alley? Like Cujo? I wasn't a buddy cop movie. No. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Uh, that's a Stephen King adaptation <laughs> of a dog with rabies. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was a cop movie, but yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah. Lethal Weapon was awesome. All, so, all like 20 of them. Hot Fuzz is like a satire of like every cop movie ever. What's the uh, Jackie Chan movie with Chris Tucker? Yeah, sure. That one. <laughs> That's a buddy cop film. Uh, Rush Hour. Thank you. I, yeah. I've been, I blanked for like three seconds there. I was like, yeah, it's a buddy uh, cop movie. So it's a, it's a, it's a satire of that type of film. Even though Rush Hour is also kind of its own satire. Anyway. Uh, you, you gotta watch them, though, man. They're fucking great. I did uh, too. Yeah, like, like I said, we watch a good movie, then a bad movie. Uh, Jackson, if, you, if you're a fan of the show, you, you know Jackson. I've been around a couple times. We have a fun, uh, like, cavalcade of rotating guests here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good time. It's a good, uh, I, I like listening to other people. I love listening to Bird, and I love listening to, um, like, I forget people's names, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Maybe. other people that are on the, <laughs> the show. The other people. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just to put everybody in our same state here. Uh, I am actually recording two episodes tonight. Yeah, you're doing a... This is not our first episode back. This is the Christmas episode. Okay. Wait, it is our first episode back then. It'll be our first episode back, yeah. But you're going back to back tonight, so this is a long night for you. It's always going to be new. Exactly. Yeah, it's always our first episode back. Everybody's like, man, I caught the new season. Yeah, wait for another 50 episodes. We'll see if that (laughs) joke gets old or not. Uh, So anyway, um, we we, I I put out a thing on Instagram and I was like, would you guys want to see a Christmas special or do you want just like our regular content? Because I personally, while I I like Christmas just fine, just as much as the next guy, I I do find Christmas to be stressful. However, it is stressful. I, I I do like it. It's fine. I am not a fan of Christmas movies usually. There's not that many that are like, I want to go watch that. How many Christmas movies have you ever sat through and you got up and you were done watching it and you were like, wow, what a triumph of cinema. I, triumph? Uh, maybe uh. Gremlins, and that's why we watched it. <laughs> uh, so, a little bit about Gremlins here. 
about you? you? Got any you got any good info over there? Um, I'm coming so, in. I'm coming in hot and unprepared. Yeah, this was uh, this was my bad movie. because I was looking up uh, the bad movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to watch. It. I've never seen that. Um, so no, I didn't come prepared on the uh, stats nice. on Gremlins. So. I'm loving it. However, Gremlins was. I hadn't seen it in full for a long, long time. I feel like I every time I oh it, shit yeah I, I maybe watched it, it was like I was catching like the middle part of it or like the very end of it. I'm like, this is the first time I've watched it in maybe I don't know 15 years. Or I'm like, yeah, same, same. I don't know that I've actually sat through the entire movie in a really long time. Yeah, it was. Uh, I watched it on HBO Max. If you got HBO Max, it's uh, it's on there, baby. Nice. Uh, Gremlins is a 1984 horror comedy. Hour 46 runtime. 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.5 on Common Sense Media, whatever the fuck that is. Common Sense. 86% of Google users like this movie. Release date, June 8th, 1984. It's a weird time for a Christmas movie to come out. June? June 8th, 1984. Hmm. And it's definitely a Christmas movie. Directed by Joe Dante. Uh, box office, $212.9 million. I don't have the budget, but I bet How many it million? was less than that. so almost $213 million. Holy shit. That's a fuck ton of money in 1984. Holy shit, dude. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, that's like, (laughs) that's like, that's like boats made of gold money. Like what? And gold is really dense. So it's really hard to make a boat out of gold. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. Yeah. uh, This This thing was a big deal. This stars Zach Galligan as Billy Pelcher. Oh, Billy. Howie Mandel as Gizmo. How did Mandela's Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. That's great. It's amazing. Uh, the lovely Phoebe Cates as Katie Bergner. Uh, Hoyt Axton as Randall Pelzer, the the dad. Uh, he's great. Uh, Dick Miller as Murray, uh, who's the neighbor. Uh, Kyle Luke and Corey Feldman. So, yeah. Corey, yeah. Man, this must have been one of like, Corey Feldman's first movies because he was a kid kid. Uh, yeah, he was a kid kid in a bunch of this shit, which is why it's so unfortunate that he was just like, you know, drugged and, and, and abused and all this other shit. Yeah. Terrible. Um, pulling out my notes because I, I jotted some things oh, down. Oh, yeah. You got some crinkly paper over there. I'm loving it. <laughs> so, okay. You asked me, hey, what's a Christmas, like, Christmas movie that you would want to watch. What's a good Christmas movie? My first thought immediately. I have no idea why this was my first thought. I put Gremlins. I was like, I have no idea why I said that. Because it, it is absolutely a Christmas movie. It does. I didn't remember why I, I connected Gremlins to Christmas. It feels like Christmas but when the you entire watch it, time. Yeah. It is a Christmas movie. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, okay. It just came out in June. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> weird choice. Weird timing. But, uh, tell you what though. I guess people were were really wishing it was Christmas that June because two hundred thirteen millions. It's a stack of cash. That's amazing. Who was yeah. the like a uh, producer or director? That uh, was directed Steven Spielberg movie. Okay, uh, it was directed by Joe Dante. So anything like Spielberg puts his hands on though. <laughs> a, f- a fucking guess, man. Millions. Uh, so what would you say? If you had to tell somebody who, like, if you're like, oh, man, you love the movie Gremlins, and they're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And you tell them, hey, there's a movie. It's made Gremlins. Spoiler free. What's it about? Yeah. Um, spoiler free. So Gremlins, I don't know. Can you do a spoiler free? Um, yeah. It's not cr- re- like, I mean, just like spoiling, like, the actual things that happen. Gotcha. The, like, the, you look at the cover of the movie, and as soon as you start watching the movie, right. you're like, okay, so this is... This thing becomes a monster. So, for Christmas, uh, this dad wants to get his kid a present. He goes to some weird shop, gets uh, 
like I think he steals this thing, but <laughs> the kid sells it to him. But uh, he gets a uh, an animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he doesn't question what it is, no, but he gets he's just an animal. Like, I love it. I gotta have it. And he gives it to his son. Mm-hmm. He has three rules that you can't, you know, break he, these rules. He Otherwise, the rules, it turns you break into the rules, and it turns into this crazy animal that is a just a horde of little monsters. It's, it's hilarious. It's a gremlin. It's it's funny little dude, and they multiply. Could take over the world if you let it. Mm-hmm. I feel like like it could be a gremlin run world. These gremlins know what they're doing. Oh fuck! Like yeah. they can talk. Oh fuck yeah! They they analyze shit and so um. I, I got some. Go I ahead. got some. I got some notes to hammer out here. First off, I want to start off when Rand Pelter's in there. He's talking to the to in to the shop owner. He's like, "Hey, let me show you here the bathroom buddy." <laughs> That's a fucking great invention for that era. There was like a few it really is like traveling salesman style. This guy's got some bangers. So. What it's you like need a, to know it's like about a, it's this like the guy. size of a brick, but it's got like a toothbrush and nail clippers and a mirror and a razor and shaving cream and just like a little travel kit thing. Yeah, yeah. So like the main the main guy's dad is a an inventor like that forces his family to use all his inventions that aren't really working. Yeah, a bunch of them. <laughs> they, they don't work. <laughs> but, properly bunch of them anyway. are, are great ideas, but. Don't translate into actual everyday. I guess an invention is supposed to make your life easier. This makes everything a little harder. <laughs> yeah. So, so, old, so old Rand. He wants the he wants the animal. It's a, a mogwai, is what he tells mogwai. him. Mogwai. Mogwai. It's a cute little furry animal. It sings and shit. It's adorable. He doesn't question what it is though. No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Say, he's like, is this a magical creature? He's just like, no, I gotta have that thing. What is it? A chinchilla? Sell it to me. He goes, you want two hundred dollars? Like, yeah. That, he's like, like, he's like, like that's two hundred dollars. <laughs> like, that is a big deal. For a critter, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> uh, so the the grandpa's like, "No, Mugway, he's not for sale." And then he's like, leaves, and the kid's like, "Hey, wait outside. I'll be right back." The kid just fucking scalps the Mugway. <laughs> he's like, "Give me two hundred bucks. I'll give you this Mugway. I got your Mugway right here, baby." He takes it out back. He's like, "Yeah, uh, you know, he needs the money." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. "He's like, I- I'm gonna sell it." So right away, I mean, like, if there's a good brisk pacing for this. And it's just ba ba da da ba da da ba da da. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get scene to scene, and it's uh, like you're like it's a solid movie, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I I talk about this on another episode. In the '80s, they used to score shit so weird. Like when Mrs. Deagle's walking down the street and she's got that snowman Deagle. head. Yeah. They're like the, the mean lady. She's the they're Karen like, of they've the got like time. An, they've got like an oboe score over. It's like. They did. It's fucking they did. weird, man. It's just it's just weird. I like I don't hate it. I kind of do though. I kind of hate it. I think I hate it actually. I didn't notice it enough to hate it. So like now that you mentioned it, I probably would hate it, but yeah. I'm like, I... So well, Mrs. Deagle anyway. She's yeah. like she's the devil, I guess. She uh, is the she worst goes, person I think. She goes in there. She's telling Billy who works at the bank. She's like I'll fucking put your drug dog in a dryer and I'll fuck it. <laughs> I'll fuck it to death or whatever. Whatever she literally she's saying. said, I want to buy. I want your dog. I'll buy it from you so I can take it to. So I can the take vet. it home and torture it. Well, she, well, she, yeah. Well, she, her plan was I'll take it to the vet and have it euthanized. And she's like, Well, you don't want to know what I would do to it personally. And I was, I was like, What the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, you know what I would say? She's like, Dogs for sale, hundred grand. <laughs> No, shit. Whatever gets your rocks off, I'll buy three dogs. Well, the kid brings his dog to work. 
That was a little weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I, I like bet, he ties, he ties at a bank. Yeah, I bet I haven't seen this movie in more than fifteen years, man. So this this shit was all new to me. Uh, have you ever? All right, so there, there's a bit where he's watching a movie, like it's like Christmas Eve or whatever. Billy's watching a movie, and they're watching uh, fucking oh God. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, where they're where him and Gizmo are passed out. Yeah, or, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart, he's running through the streets. He's waving his arms about and he's screaming, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Have you ever seen a man run through the streets shouting Merry Christmas on Christmas? I have not. But I also wanted to ask you on okay. the flip side. If I have seen have that you exact seen same that? thing. I have, and it was famous actor James Stewart. No, I'm just kidding. I, I never have. I never okay. have. The other thing in this movie is, was Christmas carolers. I was like, I fucking wrote the that down. The fuck is a Christmas caroler? Give me a or second. A carol. Like, that was a thing. Have you ever but had like, Christmas... if someone knocked on your fucking door and started singing, I would be pissed off too. Have you ever had Christmas carolers <laughs> at your door? <laughs> okay, so here's my other thing. Hold on, hold on. Like, I'll how re- the times have changed. I'm going to read these two notes back to back. Ever seen a man run through the streets shouting Merry Christmas on Christmas? Was it James Stewart, famous <laughs> actor James Stewart? And then later I wrote... Ever had Christmas carolers at your door? <laughs> Were they gremlins dressed in seasonable attire with sheet music screaming gibberish? Well, that was a hilarious part. I love that part. But when they oh actually God. were doing the Christmas caroling, I was like, man, that brings me back. Because I remember a time when that was a thing. Oh, that, yeah. And I remember like, you know, if someone knocked on my door and started singing, I'd be like, all right, get the fuck out of here. I've had enough. Like, like, what do you want me to do in this situation? Like, you're singing? Like what? Well, the reason people used to do it, <laughs> the reason people used to do it was to be invited in for a meal or for a hot drink, and then they would move on to the next place and do the same thing. So they're vampires. They weren't vampires, not they that need kind to be of invited hot drink, in. but that's actually where the word toast comes from, because you would take bread, like you would have like a wassail. <laughs> Holy shit. You would have wassail, which is like a mulled cider drink with tea in it, and you would dip your bread in it and eat the bread and that would be let us let us all give a toast everybody get a piece of bread get your drink and that's where that original and it came from, from Christmas carolers 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 around not exactly but that's but it's a kind in. of a roundabout yes um, Danny yeah. with the random knowledge fun fact love that's it. because I I love brewing science and I love uh, like weird history <laughs> stuff that's stupid. <laughs> And I was like, one time, I'm like, I wonder where it comes from, like, to, you know, to make a toast. That's a good question. Yeah. That's that's where it, to make a toast, that's where that comes from. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so fantastic. Actually, I make a really fantastic holiday wassail. What's a wassail? A wassail is a mulled, a mulled cider drink mm. with tea. Oh. And I make a really good one. And then, and then you put some crown apple in it. Boom. So I it's am a hot cocktail. I am a fan of Christmas time because it's a culmination of kind of winter. Oh, I love eggnog, too. and then and it's like you I get on, to drink eggnog. I get to drink eggnog? Bailey's and coffee. It's made out of eggs. You ever had eggs? Fuck, they're sick. So it's like mm. after Christmas, I don't do any of that shit. It's like all right, I'm done with this shit. Right, I'm, I'm ready for this to be over. <laughs> I do. Please, how do you, how do you be over? How do you do your egg, eggnog? Just out of curiosity, we're getting way off oh, topic. I'm, it's fine. Oh, I'm not an expert on anything. Do you do you just get like Pour the out. eggnog in the carton and add like some yeah. rum to it or whatever? Yeah. Or do you just drink it straight up? No, no. There's got to be rum in it. You do rum? Yeah, I do. What I'll normally do is I get the carton. I'll do a spiced rum, and then I'll do a little bit of paprika on top. Ooh. Or not paprika. Um, peppermint. 
No. No, <laughs> no I'm not that fancy. Uh, not paprika. It's it's brown. Well, no, uh, I get you. Not uh, nutmeg. That's what it is. <laughs> nutmeg. Cinnamon. A little bit of nutmeg on top. <laughs> the uh, that's how I'd be it. pretty terrible. But I will tell you, Alicia has made some of the most fucking legit eggnog. Like, once she makes it, you have to shelf it in the fridge for like 90 days. Oh, shit. Dude. That's work. Oh, my God. It's so fucking mm. good. It, See, like, we should be drinking that right now, Danny. What's going man, on? I'm telling you, bro. It, well, We're here's not the thing prepared is, for this. Here's the thing is, it's expensive because they're, like <laughs> they're like six different liquors that go into it. Ooh. And it only makes like two pitch, like two pitchers worth of, worth of shit. So it's kind of an expensive endeavor. We do indulge in it occasionally. We just ran out of time this year. Really what it is is we do it around Halloween. And then you can drink it around Christmas. Nice. Yeah. So I... After Christmas, I like shut off like anything holiday or anything like winter specific. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I just want to be done. But like, oh, all and then you up... just you just wait for spring. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like three and a half months. Well, here it is anyway. Well, you know, you get the new year, and then you're like, okay, two weeks into it, you're like, fuck, okay, it's cold. This is shitty. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. Like January to March can just fuck right off. Right. Yeah. So I'm not in the wrong there. Yeah. No. No. Just... No. 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 I would just like to jump straight to April. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Christmas to April. Yeah. It'd be fucking baller. Like, well, I still want to do New Year's, though, because like, I have a fun time right, for right. New Year's. Yeah. Like, hey, my birthday's in there, in the middle there. But uh, I feel like all the like good things that come with winter are just stopped at end of Christmas. Pretty close, like, man. It. Pretty close. Like, your holiday hams, your your turkeys, your all that. It's like you're over it. Like deer yeah. hunting. Deer hunting's over. Yeah. Deer season's over. Like, uh I, it's not like, not like in January no more, no I want to pick eggnog. up eggnog. I will tell you this, though. <laughs> I would drink eggnog in January if it's that homemade shit. But it's weird. But like, cause not now, if I have eggnog and it's the carton with some spiced rum, I'm like this bastardization of the that delicious <laughs> thing that I love. It's like a fucking... Because when we make it, it's like a special thing. So we like right. give, we give it as a gift. Nice. And I'm every time I'm like... She just kept all that eggnog. <laughs> she just kept it all for myself. You know what I mean? Do you ever do? You ever do like uh, just like coffee and like a Bailey's or uh, yeah, occasionally what it, up, but something the, else. The thing is, is, I just got burnt out on Irish cream. Irish, Irish cream. Yeah, yeah. I just got burnt out on Irish cream. I don't mind a coffee with a splash of alcohol or some Kahlua in it. Kahlua, yep. but uh, Irish cream doesn't do it for me anymore. It needs to be a little stronger. Yeah, a little well, more kick to it, it. Well, here's the thing: if I was gonna have a I know people a like oh, a little, little whiskey in the coffee. I would rather just have either coffee or whiskey. Right. I like not coffee with whiskey in it. It's not adding anything to it for me. So, But if there's like a little more kick to just, I don't know, like a Bailey's in, in, in like your a, coffee. Like a thimble for Where it's like, hmm, that actually adds something to it. Yeah, and little, I'm done with my cup. And I'm done little, with this cup. I bet a little splash of tequila rose and some coffee would be pretty mm. good. You got coffee here? Yeah, fuck yeah, I got coffee. <laughs> Look at me, man. I fucking live on coffee. That's my. That's it. That's it. You think I get this way drinking water? No. Uh, no, this body is all coffee, baby. Speaking of, I need a beer. I got you. Tell me more about Gremlins. <clears throat> so, okay. okay, I'll grab you a beer. Um, so, Gremlins. The Mogwai looks pretty good. Yeah, Mogwai and the Gremlins look good. Oh, fuck. But, I mean, like, they... Frame it, frame every uh, scenario where it's like, you can't, you can tell that it's, in today's age, you can tell that it's not a, uh, like, it's not a real thing. You know how Mogwais are today. You know what I'm talking, right. talking you, about. Right, like, we can make it look real today. How much you want to bet next year, Christmas, there's a Gremlins reboot? 
Because of this? Because oh, of, oh yeah. yeah. Because of this podcast. Because of this podcast, Spielberg's going to pull it out. Spielberg listens to the show directly. He yeah. emails me, but I'm like, I'm not going to give you the dude, fucking satisfaction. He texted me the other night. I was like, dude, chill out Steve, on Avatar. Steve. Like, and I don't want to do two. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Got it. Is that Spielberg? I don't think it is. I think it's James Cameron. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Close James, enough. James Cameron's a weird man. They're both, you know. Wait, I gotta look it <laughs> Damn up. Damn it. I think you're right. Uh, let's see here. Shit. Avatar. Who did yeah, Titanic? That's James Cameron. Goddamn, yeah. box office for that is $2.847 billion. Damn, is that the biggest movie ever? Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> it's like, gosh. Yeah, they brought it out of retirement just to be like, I don't think so, Endgame. <laughs> just to give it one more run so, to be like, oh, we still made more. Say, yeah. Uh, no, it was Avatar. Oh, yeah. The, so Did you watch that in 3D? Man. No, I hate watching movies in 3D. It fucking gives me a headache. And I like, the, even afterwards, I'm like, sucks I missed most of the movie. So there's a couple movies in 3D that I think. Were made like uh, did Cameron do? Uh, no, there were definitely movies Ready Player One made for 3D. Did, did was it Cameron that did Ready Player One or I Spielberg? Ready Player One was like it was fine, but it was like you remember this watching it in 3D was pretty fucking awesome. It was, I it was could a different imagine, experience. I could imagine the spectacle being being more intense. I don't know. The Tangent. Last, the last <laughs> movie I went to go see in 3D like wasn't even a good movie. I went and watched what's that one where it's uh, it's got the guy and he's like oh I go to Mars John Carter. I watched John, oh, John Carter in 3D, and movie. I was like, why is this in 3D, though? Yeah, like, they kind of fucked that movie It's up. worse that it's in 3D. <laughs> like, just give it to me regular, because yeah, it it's already not good. If it doesn't add anything to it, and, just, and it just gives you a headache, that's annoying. Oh, yeah. But Ready Player One in theaters was pretty fucking amazing. Pretty okay. good. All right, back on track. Yeah, back on so, track. Mogwai looks pretty good. These are the Mogwai rules. Number one, no bright lights. Definitely no sunlight. Sunlight will kill them. No water. And no munchies after midnight. Yeah, so three big rules you That's can't it. do. You can't fuck that up. Pretty otherwise, basic, pretty basic shit. Turns into a monster. Pretty basic shit. So I actually wrote down a question I for you. I think they communicate partially through singing and also just like regular communication. Because yeah. no, it seems like they can just talk. They, they pick up on things. So the first thing you start to see was uh, our, our Mogwai, uh, Gizmo. Oh, Gizmo. Gizmo's the cutest fucking thing ever. He's pretty cute. Pretty fucking cute. He's wearing 3D glasses in this movie. He is wearing 3D glasses in the movie. He's looking connecting at the dots here, but you are connecting the dots. Um, he's like playing the piano or so, like a keyboard. <laughs> yeah, Billy's playing. He's Billy's, Billy's playing a little synth. Gizmo is singing. Oh, he's like, yeah, he's singing. Yeah. I can't sing. They, like, they partially communicate through music, I think. But they also say Stripe, the gremlin. Like he knows Billy's name. He's like Billy. So they're like one word or song communicators. Yeah. Stripe, he's like, as a gremlin, if he were a small child, he's the kid that, like, eats his own boogers and will push other kids off swings and shit. But he's also the, the kid that you kind of want to hang out with because you kind of want to get in trouble. And you know he's going to get you kind of there. Like that. I'm a very nice young man. <laughs> I want to have a little fun. I know Stripe's going to have fun. So I'm going to... So Stripe, he's a little piece of shit. Oh, yeah. A little just piece of shit. Just a real bitch. Um, so I wanted to ask you... Okay. So they had they have three rules for not turning Gizmo, the cutest little animal ever, that's mystical, into a gremlin, into a pure monster child, right? With like claws. <laughs> yeah. So you have three rules. Don't break those rules, and uh, you're good. 
Yeah, because but they're pretty basic fucking rules. Here's roles. what you want to do, man. You get one mogwai. Now it might be cool, but that doesn't mean you want to accidentally wind up with fifteen mogwais, because then they will conspire against you. <laughs> yeah, one do. mogwai alone can do no wrong. He's like, no, I don't want to eat after midnight. We're all good. If you're catching the thunder in the background here, we are in a tornado warning. Pretty, but we're still. Uh, this is how dedicated we are to yep. podcasting. We love it. You know, and the tornado going, you know, they can fuck off. Yeah, they can fuck off. They can just, just fuck right off. I, mean, the sky. I have no idea what else to say to it. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> fuck you, tornadoes. So he's yelling at the sky? Uh, yeah, uh, so <laughs> he gets wet and then they pop out like balls. They pop out like little hairy balls that like squelch on the floor so until they turn into full-sized mogwai. The littlest drop of water on Gizmo... Gives him like a seizure. <laughs> like, well, well like, the part that was tripping me up is when this happens, he gets like the water spilled on him, and he's he's seizing, and he's popping all these balls out, and the, the balls two, of fur. The two boys are like looking so intently at the ball of fur, and you can see in the background Gizmo still having like, a seizure. <laughs> yeah, he's like still very much in pain, and they're just like whatever, man. whatever, Look dude. At this fucking weird, <laughs> goopy ball. And then, then it, it, the, all the balls are more mogwise, and Corey Feldman's like, "Yeah, cool, man." He grabs a comic book and just flops on the bed like he's not like, "Yeah, it's normal." Hey, man, this is against the laws of nature. Yeah, it's like this thing just multiplied in front of you by not giving birth or anything. But uh, right, there's water. A, <laughs> there's a fun bit where like the dad, he's like playing with his inventions at the kitchen table. He's got like a a fly swatter drill and all kinds of weird. Just weird, delightful shit. He has some amazing stuff. He really does. Oh, I was going to say on the rules. Like, if you were to make rules okay. on an animal. Pretty pretty easy ones. Don't get it wet. Don't feed it after midnight. Yeah. And don't kill it with sunshine. Yeah. If you if you were to put some rules down on it, what would it be? What do you mean? Like, different rules? Different rules. They got to be different. Uh, f- uh, like easier rules. I mean, those are pretty easy. You know what I mean? It's like those are super. Like I'm struggling like, to think of like maybe don't kick it. Maybe don't feed it <laughs> anchovies. Like don't feed it a specific thing. Uh, don't let it. Don't let it see the moon. Don't let it see fireworks. Don't stare at it in the eyes, or don't make eye contact. <laughs> You'd have to make eye contact with it. It's adorable, Jackson. Um maybe maybe don't um don't touch its no-no place, you know? Whatever. <laughs> like, something don't like Don't grab its big toe. Don't molest it. There we go. That sounds like an easy <laughs> one. <laughs> easy one to follow. Don't accidentally fuck it. Right? Don't pet it on the head. No, you got to pet it on the head. That's the best. But, but that's but maybe that's the rule like, oh man. I could see that. Ah, that one's tough. I can't pick so this they, thing on the head. So the bright lights, they just don't like it. They're like, yeah. bright light, and they fucking run away. They hate it. Well, I mean, but, the sunshine kills them. So, so he gets it wet, and then all these little fucking mogwai, they're like, oh, yeah, fucking fuck Billy. We'll <laughs> tell him we're hungry. We'll unplug his clock. He'll feed us after midnight. It'll be great. Dude, Stripe has a fucking plan right out He's the gate. He's got a posse, too, baby. Like, he is... Like, whispering to all the other mogwai and, like, scheming immediately. Yeah. He turns, like... I don't think does he. I think he turns the clock back, where he like Billy looks at the <laughs> clock and he's like, he fucking. I thought it wasn't like ten o'clock. He cuts it. Oh, he cuts it. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, just cuts the wire. Yeah. Like a, like <laughs> They're little ass. devils, man. Yeah, they get fed after uh, after uh, midnight, and then they're they're doing the thing from Alien. 
Yeah, they get the uh, little pods. Those are kind of gross. Metaphor. Yeah. The the biology teacher is like meta- metaphor. They go into metam- a metamorphosis, metamorphosis in a chrysalis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Intro the gremlin's explanation. Uh, a imaginary mis- or mischievous sprite regarded as responsible for an unexpected problem or fault, especially a mechanical or electronical one. One a, of the best. A gremlin in my computer omitted a line. An unexplained problem or fault. Electrical gremlins are often difficult to locate. So one of the best characters that explains this in the movie is this guy at the bar. <laughs> uh, I just saw lightning out here, so it's going to get nice. Light. Yeah, it sounds like it's getting fucking honorary out there. No, but so this guy at the bar, he's like, oh, no, no, is he? I think he's Billy's neighbor too, because like Billy's car won't start. And he's like, oh, you bought a foreign car, you know, those foreigners put gremlins in your car. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> like, what? You see this thing here? It's a Nebraska Harvester, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. So that's some random shit. And he's trying to drive it's the great. his it's, tractor home from the bar uh, one time. Uh, that's that's Dick Miller, ladies and gentlemen, the low rent Peter Falk. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking great. So, so these these gremlins when they get out, they you catch them eating glass. He's like eating glass, and he's like, yum. <laughs> and then, and presumably they also eat like some metals, but also normal human food. Yeah, because they love popcorn. They and love Snow eating White. stuff. Yeah. Um, they well, run so- amok, and it's up to Billy and Gizmo and Phoebe Cates to stop them by ruthlessly murdering them. <laughs> <laughs> so when they first turn into gremlins, so the biology teacher gets it. Oh, he gets <laughs> he killed. Gets yeah, yeah, he, he like, gets killed. Like, because he took one of the Mogwai's blood, and that oh, Mogwai yeah. didn't like that. But uh, Billy's mom, though, she just straight up murders like three of them yeah she in does. her kitchen it's like a it's like hell's kitchen for real so oh, she, she gets, just like turns us into scratched up a little bit the night she... of terrors yeah she uh goes the off scene i always remember is that do you hear what i hear and her <laughs> creeping around that kitchen island with that fucking big ass knife that's always the thing i remember so about they this turn movie. on like the gremlin turned on the record yeah, they're, they're not. Stu- they're not stupid. So like, I, it's I, weird. It's, it's a like, weird combination of like, are they smart and capable, or are they just doing this shit luckily? Like when no, they're in the theater, they manage to put a movie on, although they're like eating they're, film and shit, and they're fucking it up upstairs. They're, they're like, fucking it up hard, <laughs> and they somehow manage to work the projector properly. When they're gremlins, there's a montage of them. When they're at the bar, it's one of my favorite scenes of just them being gremlins. Yeah, they love chaos. They're like, uh, they're like, a, oh yeah, just they're chaos. Like, they're like in, they're like an Adams family. Yeah, you know what I mean. They just like they love murder and chaos and stuff. You have your calm world, and then you have the gremlin world of yeah. mischief, mischievousness. And let me, uh, let me ask you a question: Have you ever had Christmas carols at your door? <laughs> and and were they gremlins dressed in seasonable <laughs> attire with sheet music screaming gibberish? Oh, Miss Deagle did. Miss Deagle did. And, and then they, she thought they were the devil. Then they ate her? Did they eat her? I think it's just implied <laughs> no, that they eat her. I think they shot her off her uh, chair that went straight up, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I will say those gremlins, like when they get into that fucking bar. Yeah. Dude, they fucking party hard. The montage of them in the bar. Oh, my God. There's I just love one it. wearing a ski mask shooting a gun. <laughs> <There's> one, <laughs> so, and then you have, like, one like, that's... why the ski mask? I don't know. Like, he's, well, a gr- one, he's just a gremlin? Well, there's one that's, uh like, a New York subway 
uh, flasher where he like has a trench coat and he flashes the the bartender. I don't know why she's serving them, for one thing. She's just in this hell of a situation. She's like, I'm going to keep serving these monsters alcohol. (laughs) What are you doing? I get off off in 20 minutes. (laughs) I don't get off for a while, but... uh, Last call's coming soon. I don't know what's going on either. Maybe this is what happens every night at the bar. I don't like what is her thought process there? <laughs> is she trapped? It's probably that she's seen worse. Did she look terrified? I don't remember. A or was she bit. just like, this is my regular job? I, no, she looked a little terrified because she's like, uh, yeah, she's running around. Like some of the gremlins are passing out drunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a bit where they like, oh, so the sun's getting ready to come up. They, they all hate sunlight. So Billy's like, oh, I wonder where they're at. Phoebe Cates is like, I don't know if they like, if they, where, where would they be, Billy? He's like, probably someplace dark. So they go to the theater, and all the gremlins have managed to put on Snow White. <laughs> and they fucking love it. It's there's amazing. A, there's a really cool scene where he looks in the window for the theater, and he's like, huh. They're watching Snow White. They're watching Snow White, <laughs> and they love and, it. Yeah. And they're just all singing the hi-ho, hi-ho. Like, they're all singing along. All and, of them. And just causing a mess, like the... throwing popcorn and laughing and shit. Yeah, so Billy and his girlfriend are looking for the gremlins. Mm-hmm. They're He's like, they're all <laughs> at the theater. <laughs> like, yeah, all except one. Except, well, Stripe bounces in the middle of it to go get some candy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm going to go get the good candy across the street. So they blow the boiler room, and they burn them all alive, yeah, except for Stripe. Pretty terrifying. Like, yeah. For a Christmas movie, it's fun. Like, it's a, it's like... There's a lot of levity to it, and then it gets weird and dark. Yeah. <laughs> and then levity. Well, because Stripe is like the one gremlin that can wield a gun. And well, if he could. A little ski if mask he, gremlin. Could. If, <laughs> if he could aim that fucking hand cannon, this is a different movie. You know You know what I'm saying? This would have went way differently. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been about the day the lights went out. And the well, gremlin, the I mean, the gremlins would have took the world over, so. Yeah. Like, Stripe had a plan. So they eventually get Stripe. They kill him with sunlight, and him like melting in the sunlight. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. fucking gruesome. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> it looks pretty damn good for a a wire puppet. So one of the funny things with that end scene is uh, Gizmo is riding in a Barbie car, <laughs> yeah. and he takes like, he hits the ramp on the Barbie car into a shovel. Into <laughs> that's that's the ramp. It's a shovel. It's like what is going on here? I don't know. It's great though. But like scenes like that, like even right before that, like Stripe was like, uh, like getting to the spot, and he takes a tricycle like really fast. Like, oh, like yeah. you see Stripe like riding this tricycle. I was like, you didn't have to do that, but it's no, hilarious it's, that he did it's it. Very funny. There I don't are, know if this movie's supposed to be funny or not, but it's funny to me, dude. There, I think it is. <laughs> okay. I, think, I think those things are comedy relief. It's like uh, what was that movie? Small Soldiers when we were in elementary yeah. school. We used to watch that shit I all the time about in that school. Movie. Uh, it's like that where some of it they're just doing because like, wouldn't it look silly? Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, like, it's, worth, it's a cheap laugh, but let's do it. Uh, I think this is just supposed to be like, it says it's a comedy horror. So yeah, I, I think mean, that stuff's done with levity and it's, uh, it's quite charming. How many times or how many good comedy horrors have ever been made oh, dude, ever? A lot more than you think. Okay. There's a lot of good comedy okay. horror out there. Because it's an easy medium. You know uh, what I mean? It's like, let's take this okay. weird bizarre now violent thing. Now I'm thinking thing. about it. Let's go take this weird bizarre violent thing with like monsters that's kind of terrifying or whatever and let's let's have a little fun with it. Yeah, there there's are. A, there's a lot of that There's shit a lot there. of them. But this one was done so well because... We're it, gonna watch one shortly. <laughs> because it brings you be- like in between. Like, like you really laugh when it's 
Mm-hmm. Like it's a real laugh because you're invested in the dark side of it. Right. And then it brings you into this all of the shit that was, that was like, right. why is he riding a tricycle? Like, like, like Billy, <laughs> Billy, he's just an idiot, man. Like the main yeah. character, Billy, he's just a moron. Like he's telling the cops uh, about the gremlins, but yeah. he doesn't mention this teacher's dead at all. It's like, they no, can go I check would on probably that. probably start with, there was a murder, it's little <laughs> tiny monsters. And they brush them off and then they're like, hey, uh, we got to go to this call and they're drunk on Christmas Eve and the sheriff's like, why don't you drive? And he's like talking to his deputy. <laughs> I don't know. Because he's drunk? Yeah. The, yeah. the actual cops are drunk. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great stuff. This is a lot of fun. I feel like Santa Claus approves this movie. I approve this movie. He thinks it, man, it's raining like a motherfucker. He's getting out there. it. It's the first time we've ever recorded the podcast in the rain. That's a song, right? Podcasting <laughs> in the rain. Yeah, I mean, we just made the song, so. Yeah, we did. It's a song now, baby. So, I hadn't seen this movie in full for a long time. Same. What would you rate it? Man, if I had to give this Gremlin Thumbs. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It has to be Gremlin Thumbs. Yeah, like poker Gremlin Thumbs. Like poker? It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember they're playing poker? Oh, yeah, they are playing poker. And the Stripe shoots one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just fucking murders <laughs> him. <laughs> Bang. He did. <laughs> just, mur- just straight up a murderer. His own kind. And he's got like a Colt for It's not a small it, gun either. It it's a very large <laughs> gun. Everything is so big and uh, just ridiculous when it happens. It's like, oh, it's, it's amazing that it happened that way. Yeah. That's the way it should happen. And it looks pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. If they could modernize this and do CGI gremlins, it would look amazing. What would that look like in today's world? You know, like... I, I don't know. Hmm. They're rebooting everything. I'm calling it gremlins tw- in 20... Sometime in late 20... Ooh, shit. I'm going to go... I'll throw a number out there. Will they, here's my question is, will they announce it in like October of this year and then it'll be in theaters around Christmas? Or will they announce that they're going to make it around Christmas of this year or next year and then the following year it'll come out? Ooh, good question. Yeah. Um, I guess it doesn't have to be a Christmas movie, but they'd be fucking missing out if they didn't. It just feels like a Christmas movie now. It does feel Christmassy. I have no idea why... Well, I do. After you watch the movie, it's like, well, it's set in Christmas time, and Mogwai's a present. It's the day after Christmas. Uh, I think it's Christmas Eve. The well, he gets time. the he gets the Mogwai on Christmas. I think I don't know. I can't or, remember. Or Christmas Eve. So it's <laughs> Close either enough. it's either Christmas Day or the day. But after. yeah, it's all around Christmas. So it's like it's set in Christmas, and I was like, okay, that's that's why it makes sense to be a Christmas movie. It doesn't like there's nothing nothing else about Christmas. No. It's just that it's set in that period or that time frame. It's yeah. like I guess for Gremlin Thumbs, I would give it I give it eight and a half. This was still really charming and really fun for me. Like I, I had a lot of fun rewatching it. Yeah. I am going to go with some Gremlin ears, because they're some oh, crazy ears. What the Can fuck? Can we go ears? You go but your thumbs are ears. Your thumbs are ears. Your thumbs are gremlin ears. Because I love the ears, it's man. It's a thumb rating, though. It's but how it's, many okay. thumbs. But it's a, if their ears were on their thumbs. If your thumbs were ears. Yeah. How many gremlin ears? I'm right thumbs? there with you. I'm eight and a half. Eight and a half? Okay. I thought of that, yeah, and I was like, eight good, and a half? That's like, a good that's solid. That's where I'm at. That's a good solid Just, 85%. It's a solid movie, man. We'll go watch something that's probably not, <laughs> as far as regular movies are concerned. We're going to watch The Ginger Dead Man featuring post-motorcycle accident Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Uh, wow. 
as yeah. A, as a, I'm sure he's the ginger dead man. He's uh, he's gotta be. gotta be. I mean, who else? He's gotta be. Who else would you get? Ah, uh, it sounds uh, terrible. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sounds awful. Never seen it. Uh, we're gonna go check it out because it's like an hour and twenty minutes long. So we're gonna have some beers. What if it was Keanu Reeves as the ginger dead man? Oh man, he'd be like, whoa, whoa, like I'm dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Here's the fake thing. Deep in the hills of Missouri, July 1812, Jenkins Jefferson, also known as Fly Guy 69, discovered the perfect mixture of rye and alfalfa hay and the perfect distilling process. Aged in the finest pig barrels. Aged in pig barrels, swine, distilled twice, and then aged in 100% pure Peruvian butt barrels, also aged in blankets. Aged for 69 months. At 420 degrees. The the finest blankets. Aged in the finest blankets. (laughs) Aged in the finest blankets. They're in in the barrel. We ring them out. Seven days to wring out the blankets by hand. Straight into the bottle. To dry in open containers for six days. Aged in the finest of blankets. Aging a fine pig blanket. Leaning to get those real deep, deep in the hills of Missouri. Old Butt Guts Whiskey. Real whiskey. <laughs> when you're reaching for a pint of something to start your night right. When you don't pay personal property tax. <laughs> when you don't care if your guts feel like butts, reach for a tall, cool glass of butt guts. Old, old, <laughs> old butt guts. Whiskey. I drink gut butts just to get drunk. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I think I'm dying. Gut butts, butter guts gonna make me die. Old gut butts. Old gut butts. Butter, butts whiskey. Whiskey. I drank old butt guts, and now I can dance. I drank old gut butts, and I can ask old Mary Lou out t- today now that I'm feeling good. The finest gut ingredients on the planet. Zero cum added. Less than 0.1% human urine. Guaranteed to get your butt guts. <laughs> Now, with safer amounts of mercury. The perfect partner for your chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Distillery built by hand from repurposed sewer line pipes. Triple distilled in recycled caskets. (laughs) (laughs) Old gut butts. She'll probably forgive you. Old bud guts. It'll probably be all right. Old gut butts. Whiskey. Old butt guts. Definitely not built on blood money. Special thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams. Please check out his latest project at sons.bandcamp.com. That is S-U-N-D-S dot bandcamp.com. 
Thanks to Lamplighter Productions for our artwork. Uh, please check out more of their stuff on Instagram at Lamplighter underscore Productions underscore IL. First time listener, we're anywhere podcasts are found. But if you don't subscribe to any of those services, listen to the show for free on our website. It's just the number two, movies.buzzsprout.com. That's it's just two movies.buzzsprout.com. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram at it's just two movies. Want to support the show? Great. Leave a like, comment, or subscribe on whatever platform tickles your fancy. So anyway, back to the show. We're back. We <laughs> we did the we did the thing we said we were gonna do. We watched the ginger dead man. Yeah, we uh watched the entire thing. It wasn't that long, I don't think. No, hour fifteen. It's terrible, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a two thousand five <laughs> horror comedy. Uh it's got three point four out of ten on IMDB. Yikes. A fifty eight percent of Google users like this movie. Damn, Google. Oof. Because uh, Google users are normally pretty soft on schlocky stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, this came out November <laughs> November 8th, 2005, directed by Charles Band. Uh, stars Gary Busey, Robin Sidney, Alexia Ailman, Larry Cedar, Margaret Bly, Ryan Locke, and Zelman Band. I yeah, guess I saw their names like 14 times during the movie. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, would you, would you, w- let's go, let's go... Ginger thumbs? We're, no, we're doing oh. full full tilt spoilers though. I'm not gonna not. <laughs> I'm not dancing around this. Gary Busey's crazy. Just please he's a, spoil he's it because I didn't watch the entire movie. I don't think Gary Busey's a crazy robber. He's holding up a place and then he he kills this guy. Yep, that happened. And that did happen. I wasn't he, sure what happened. Caught, at the beginning. Then he goes to court and that guy that died, his sister was the the main girl in the movie, and she helped put Gary Busey in the electric chair and got him killed. I don't remember that a, part. Well, they didn't show it. Okay. <laughs> For all the shit where they were just like, let's sit down and give you 10 minutes of exposition. They didn't show you that part. Seems more relevant. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't connect the first part there's, of it to the second there's like part. A, there's like a witch or a gypsy or whatever, and they're casting a spell, <laughs> and they put Gary Busey in a in, in in gingerbread seasoning of all fucking things. Yeah, so there's a random like woman that has, like she shows up to the bakery. Yep. Like she a, just loves it. A random she, seasoning. She just wants Gary Busey to keep doing murders. She's like, here, here's this mystical seasoning. Yeah. So, Don't bake with it. So they use it and they get blood <laughs> in it. So it's like a blood sacrifice <laughs> gingerbread Like he bleeds situation. on it for a long yeah. time. He, and I know we already talked about this and you haven't seen it, but the people out there, if you've seen the movie Jack Frost, the like the murdery one, it's just that. But instead of a chemical spill... It's a, it's a, it's a, ooh, it's, it's a mystic spell. Yes, I'm not sure how this is. The only reason this is close to a Christmas movie is because there's a a gingerbread. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what the hell? Um, Like, it's not even, the the entire movie takes place in a diner and a bakery. It might be in like Miami or something. So, like, maybe it's just (laughs) warmer there and everybody's still wearing, like, you know, tank tops and shorts and shit. I don't know. There, there are some kind of fun kills in this, I guess. So I mean, I wouldn't it, even say fun though. They're just nah. like they're slightly humorous, humorous. And then Gary Busey's trying real hard on his lines. Like he's like, uh, like trying to oversell. Like I think it's deliberately bad, and I don't like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. You might be right. Yeah, like I think they were like, oh man, it's like keep that. We'll, like, just, we'll get Gary Busey to be a crazy cookie, and then we'll pad for time for another hour. 
Yeah. So we we well, we're, we're trying to think of because uh, you were saying like nothing happens in this. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely. Nothing happens. Like there was a five or ten minute scene of like daytime drama like, for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's a gingerbread man that is. Mm-hmm. It's a gingerbread man that has Gary Busey's mouth. And just saying weird shit the entire time. Yeah, he's like, hey, rat, fuck you, to a, to a rat. <laughs> he literally picks a fight with a rat after he killed a couple of humans already. He's Cause, like, Because he's a gingerbread man, so that makes <laughs> sense. But he's very capable of murdering all kinds of people. And he's picking on this rat that has no idea what he's saying. No, he's like trying to start a bar fight with it or whatever. <laughs> and the rat, of course, doesn't respond because it's a rat. The rat's so confused. It's like... So am I. What is going on here? Why did we, why, why, who made this? Like, I now I know because I looked it up, but. I have no idea. Why I, would you make this? That's a great question. I think maybe somebody just greenlit you. They're like, oh yeah, I'd get you Gary Busey. If you wanted to make a movie, I'd get you Gary Busey. And somebody's like, well, all right, shit, he's a star. So let me make a movie on this napkin in like, this bar real what quick. What do you think the pitch was? Like, uh, hey. Okay, so it's Christmas, right? <laughs> People love shit. Like, the worse it is, the more they like it, which is not true. Okay. I, I don't know. This is, like, deliberately the hokiest, shittiest thing. But like, like, if you're pitching it, it's like, okay. I'm not into this. This is not This is not, <laughs> This is is not. not fun for me. Because I know some people are like, oh, man, you're, you're kind of soft on stuff. You do, like, And I do. I, I tend to like things more than I don't like them. It's because of this, though. Like, yeah. this is the thing that I'm going to be like... Fuck this thing in particular. Because let they me tell you why. Like they didn't. They weren't try. Like they tried, and they tried in the wrong direction. It's like, like you can put effort into something and make it bad on accident. And they yeah. made it. Like they they knew it was bad, and they're like halfway through, like all right, well, we're just gonna lean into that <laughs> real hard. And uh, we're gonna have Gary Busey like to say some weird one liners. Yeah, for 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 anybody out there who's big on writing, here's a here's a note. You have to make us care about your character through the way they interact with their world and the positions that they're put in. Not by having another character tell your main character, "Hey, I remember this story," and that being your entire personality. Like there's nothing to any of these characters. They're just husks of people. Not one conversation in this whole movie is like, that's a real conversation someone's had before. Oh, absolutely not. None, none of it. Because, because human people don't, don't talk like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like three people that died, three women. And I'm like, I don't, I don't remember if that was the right person that I'm thinking of from I've, earlier. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't either. There were like, like three I think times she came like, back alive. Maybe like there were three is times that the I'm same like, one. I thought this. I thought this lady was already dead. So like, no, yes. Yeah, so so one different. of the great mysteries of the movie is this woman that gets. I don't know if she's dead, but she gets covered in whipped cream naked. Yeah, and her nipples have cherries, cherries on, on top yeah. of them. But she's head to toe from neck down. She's just in whipped cream. I feel like she's dead for a little bit. I don't know. But, like, she's dead from the whipped cream because it's the gingerbread, I don't know, dude killing him. So, okay. I don't know, like, poisonous whipped cream? I I guess, yeah. Because she is terrible. They like, don't really just... give it any any kind of an explanation. You know what I mean? Like, they're dragging her body. There's no whipped cream. Like, during... No, there's no, there's no <laughs> drag lines or anything. It's like the, it's like the laziest... 
They're like, all right, we'll shoot everything in one spot and we'll move the camera halfway through it. And then you'll drag her off screen and then we'll cut to the next thing. So they they had her all whipped creamed up and then they just shot all of it at once. Yeah. And then they dragged her. And then they, they, they her. just cut it up and put the drag scene in the middle. Yeah. Because um, they just, where do they drag her to? They just drag her 10 feet was still, she in the on, oven? still on concrete. No, that was the, the grandma or the mom or whatever. Yeah, so the grandma, she's crazy drunk lady. Grandma, crazy drunk, shooting shotguns in the middle of town at a at another building. Walking around town. Actually, not town, just the bakery. Yeah. With the fifth of Jack. Just, that's, you know, that's her go-to. Yeah. She's just an, you know, old drunk. And a, and a shotgun. But, like, Which she who drinks a fifth a, of Jack? She uses it as a long-range weapon. I, college kids. That's who drink a fifth of Jack. That's I was looking at. I was like, gosh, man. It's like, that's going to kill you. <laughs> like, uh, you know. Unless she just didn't take her blood thinner. She's, today, like, you know 80. I mean? Or yeah. maybe, like, 70. But it's like, she's got half of it down. Yeah. she No, she's she was an old lady. Like, old little old blue hair. And she's, like, she, you know, initially she sees the ginger dead man yeah and she's like i'm hallucinating is that Which you is... rutherford or whatever is what's his fucking name M- millard millard yeah that's a weird like why not willard with the w I, I millard's even weirder willard's a little creepy uh, w- millard f- willard yeah i don't know i don't know it's bad it's bad all this is bad like, this is, is that bad. like an old time 1930s like a uh, weird name like um like seriously the best part of the whole movie is the first minute and a half and it's bad the first minute and a half was his credits w- no well uh, <laughs> of the actual movie like when it's gary Busey in the diner and he's like i'll fucking kill everybody in here and i forgot like, that happened until the very like, no, end come up here ask me to put the gun down please and he's just like he's talking shit to this kid before he fucking murders him uh, that's the best part of the movie, and it's awful. It was it was a bad movie, and it was a bad bad movie. Yeah, it was a bad bad movie. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and do thumb ratings on this because I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Then let's talk about how we could make this a better thing. Okay. All right. I'm in. Uh, how many? How many? Fucking? How many? Gary Busey head thumbs. No, I'm gonna give you like because that's many, what I felt like was going on. Just how many a, rat, if your thumbs were rats? <laughs> how many rat thumbs? Rat thumbs that want to get like get picked on and fought by Gary. Yeah, Gary how Busey. many rat thumbs would you take to fight Gary Busey? But this is a bad movie. Purely like just like hunt. I forget. I'm, giving, I'm going to three. Is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with three because I do like me some trash cinema. This was not. This was like geared at me though, yeah. Like at, from someone who's not being genuine, and it yeah. it really comes through that it's just a lazy. This is it's kind of a slog. Yeah, for an hour and fifteen minutes, it's it's pretty. It fucking was a slow. long movie for right. an hour and fifteen, <laughs> right? <laughs> With like twenty minutes of credits. Yeah, man. For <laughs> for it to be such a fucking short runtime, this was not breezy. It, um, was a, it was a it was a slog for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna give it maybe two thumbs. You can go two. What did I say? Three. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. I'm like one two. and a half. I don't no, know. That's that's fine. Either of those are fine. I'm a two. Uh, so what would you do to make this uh, like inter- interesting? I guess it's a good a question because it's not. We we only talk. We didn't even talk about it for ten minutes. I don't think. Okay. So it, there's no, nothing. Fucking happens. You gotta connect. It's what? an hour and fifteen minutes of a love triangle. That's 
Like, yeah, you got to cut not, all the daytime drama not a stuff. Triangle, then there's some other weird characters that show up for well, no reason. You add, they added a bunch of characters out of nowhere. You're it's like, 40, I don't know who this person is. You're almost 40 minutes into this before you even get a ginger dead man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then... Uh, like, a why? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit. Nate made that excellent joke, and he's like, but you can't catch him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're right. They can't catch him. Because that's the first thing the guy says. He's like... I want to catch him. We'll take him on like a world tour. Yeah, I didn't like, look catch at this it. amazing little gingerbread man. Because he's wanted to like do and a Leno show. Very calmly turned over and went, you can't catch him. Because <laughs> he's the gingerbread man. And it straight went over my head. And I looked at Danny Dan's oh, laughing. God, fucking <laughs> was cracking up, man. It was dead on the money. Anyway, uh if, if fuck, what do you do with this? How would you make all right, forgetting the entire movie that we just watched? You are tasked with making a mo- tasked with making a movie called The Ginger Dead Man. It can be whatever you want. What so would you what would you do with there's it? There's gonna be snow on the ground. Yeah, for starters. For starters. Yeah, it's gonna be a Midwest thing. From the very beginning. Okay, so for a while there when I was watching the movie, like the blood I thought was the reason the, like, I thought he was going to, like, turn part of himself into a gingerbread man. I mean, I assume... Like, it, it, I assume it didn't make it, sense. I assume maybe it required some sort of blood sacrifice. So, what I'm thinking is make that transition way better. Like, why did Gary Busey turn into a gingerbread man? It's like what I'm going to do. I'm going to not make it a cookie-based villain. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough sell, man. I, like, think the, uh, I think the villain is just a baker. In a town. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're and right. that's it. I like that. And maybe it's maybe it's Christmas and maybe there's human flesh in the fucking cookies and he's making the whole village eat them. I don't fucking know. Maybe he poisons them and gives everybody in the small town, small sleepy little town that he lives in and, and kills them. Maybe he's a mass murderer. I don't fucking know. Like, I'm going to say not a cookie that can't tell a joke. Like, if you're looking... <laughs> like, he hits somebody on the head, and he's like, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> that's going to leave a like, mark. Like, that's not a joke. And then, you know... That's not a joke. So the girl you, next... when you say, that's going to leave a mark, you don't deliver it as a punchline. That was a punchline. Because it's <laughs> not a joke. It's just saying a thing. And then uh, the girl next to him goes, why don't you shut your pie hole? Yeah, right. Yeah, they're, oh. trying to, they're, trying to, oh. they're trying to force in some really hard humor and not taking... Like they're they're taking like the worst land. they're taking the worst choice. Like when they put him in the oven, nobody said like you're cooked or you are <laughs> you know you're you're about to get baked, baby. Or nobody said like, anything. Didn't have like fun that. with it at all. Like they, they no, could have had a like, lot of fun with it. Pie hole because they're in a bakery. This Come is, we- the fuck this is weird. You know how many baking puns you could shoehorn into they this did thing? A bu- they did a couple. You could do it all day. So yeah, I want to go to the bathroom for a minute. Just gonna pound it out. Wink. Right, Get you know this, what I mean. Uh, There's tons of them, man. Just baking related puns, just, you know. But this thing isn't about anything. It's not about and anything. It fucking infuriates me. It, it is. It's about a man who gets his soul moved to a cookie, and he's a bad guy. That's not what I got. He out tries of it. to do some murders, and it doesn't work out. But maybe it does. Here's the thing the I got. Very end. Ooh. It's about a bakery. It's haunted by a cookie man. That's all I got. That's almost, they, they can't leave the bakery for some re- weird reason. They just continue to stay. Yeah, isn't that all they would have to do? Be like, fuck this, let's go. Literally, they leave at one point, and then they walk back in. They just be like, let's go to the bar. <laughs> Does he know the town? I what doubt if it's it. like uh, the gingerbread house? Like, is there a... 
Is that a storytelling thing? If Gingerbread do- house. If he does know the, if he does know the town that you're in, just go to a different fucking town. How far is the nearest town? Half hour. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb as shit. It, and the part that bothers me is I think it's deliberately dumb. Like, I don't think somebody earnestly was like, no, this is pretty good. No, no, no. They gave up. I don't think they After even, the first scene. I don't think they even tried. After the first scene, they're like, you know what? Let's put Gary Busey's voice on a gingerbread man. The only person who was giving. Oh, that girl. A girl gave her all. She was trying, man. She bless her heart. She was trying. She's terrible at it. But... I, the only person that was really giving it a hundred percent, in my opinion, was Gary Busey, and he, it was not good. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not good. So what would I do to make? So I like I like the uh, Baker route because you could like look look at uh like you could just do it anything. Well, you, you could look at like uh the Shrek uh gingerbread guy. You know, yeah, call it like the gingerbread man. And he's he's like, just like a baker who's like a casual chemist, and he like doses people with fucking hormones to make them violent and shit. But like, even if it was the baker like torture torturing like gingerbread men, like 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 what if like like oh, the maybe Shrek, that's his thing. The maybe little gingerbread man is like you're a monster. Like somebody's like somebody figures him out, and they're going to check his bakery, and in the back of his bakery, there's just like a room with a shrine and like a cot, like he sleeps in that he lives there. But he brings like, each... and he's got a weird shrine of like a gingerbread house <laughs> and a bunch of gingerbread people doing weird shit. But what if like he was able to bring the gingerbread people to life for a little bit, just torture them? <laughs> Ooh, I could see a nice scene where like he's sitting there looking at his his shrine of gingerbread people, and he's hallucinating them being yeah. alive. Yeah, That'd be fucking pretty wild. It'd be a crazy movie. You could get all this shit to work. Who would you get to play the baker? Ooh, uh, who's got who's got mad crazy eyes? I don't know why Christian Bale popped out to man me. Man or woman doesn't matter. Ooh, you get uh, anybody for it. Oh fuck, man. Ooh, maybe Tilda Swinton. What about um? The alien chick. Uh, Sigourney Weaver? Yes. Yeah, she could pull it off. She could pull it off. I was thinking Tilda Swinton, but Sigourney Weaver would be good, too. Uh, It'd be a different role for her, I think. Yeah. Uh, No, Tilda Swinton would be like um, uh, the Joker kind of thing. Like, Mm. real, real gritty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sigourney Weaver, you could make a little more, um, like, playful and kind of Tom Hanks vibe. Homey. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But Sigourney Weaver still would be really good. She'd be crazy at it. Yeah, yeah, she would. And just a woman that can look easily, like, very, very disturbed just, and then also nice. Yeah, someone... Oh, shit. Who is uh, the uh, Fargo lady? Or not Fargo. Uh, Julianne Moore would be great. Because she plays a crazy kind of haggard old lady yeah. in uh, the Carrie remake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that'd that would be, be good. good. So who's the hard-nosed detective that eventually is going to catch her? So we just kind of talked about it, but would it be awesome if it was the true detective? Like, uh... <laughs> like, Do you know what I always thought? I'm like, so many movies, I'm like, it'd be really cool if, like, towards the end credits, like, Mulder and Scully just roll up and they're like, what the hell happened It's like, here? what was this? Yeah, right. Like, you could just be like, yes, that's right. This movie exists in the X-Files universe. There you that go. That would make almost every movie... Believable. <laughs> if you could get Mulder and Scully, or just one of them, and then call the other one on the phone or whatever. Right. Like, hey, Scully. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking great. What mm. about... How about Bobby Cannavelli? You know who I'm talking about? I don't know who that is. Here, I'll pull a picture. I was thinking maybe Denzel Washington. Oh, Denzel he plays Washington. a cop in a lot of movies, man. You ever seen Fallen? Hell yeah. It's, I haven't seen him in a long time. Creepy as shit movie, but yeah. 
Yeah, he'd be a good cop. Bobby Cannavale. What's uh? He played. Is he an Ant Man? Uh, yeah, the husband. He's like the the husband. But he's in a lot of other movies too. Uh, Yeah, he's in a ton of shit. He's in uh, the other guys where he plays a a cop. He's awesome in it though. Tells a story about shooting a guy. Yeah, (laughs) he's in therapy though. And therapist is like, it's group therapy. Therapist is like. And how did that make you feel? Like a Viagra pill with a face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good shit, man. Fucking, all right. So you got Bobby Cannavale, the hard-nosed cop. You got Julianne Moore as the baker. Yeah. Okay. She's, uh, she's like, like hallucinates fucking wild shit so who would you trade for the voice of Gary Busey not like you don't need the mouth or anything like that I what if I could like what you could make it oh any person. like any one of her little her little things that she hallucinates yeah oh fuck she could have like one voice in her head all the time that's like a ginger a ginger dead man she always hears him that's pretty good man I like that uh, I was thinking like hmm. if each gingerbread man had a different voice I'm thinking one of them's Michael Sarah and he's terrified the entire time <laughs> <laughs> like this that, is torture. That'd be pretty good, hmm. man. Well, I mean, Ian McKellen's a good choice. But yeah, I'm trying to think of of something that's a little more like that would make sense. Because Ian McKellen can sound creepy and intimidating. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. You just want somebody who's a little unset. How about Michael Fassbender? Ooh. You think he'd do a voiceover for that? Because he sounds kind of sinister. You know what He's I mean? D- he can anyway. I mean, he's almost a voiceover in Prometheus just because he's a robot. <laughs> but he's not a robot. Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's he could do a voiceover, 100%. And it would be a little unsettling. Yeah, he can be creepy. I've seen him do it. Yeah. Yeah, he, he can be creepy and, like, intimidating. It's a little and it weird. Would, it would make sense, like, when he want to, like, he can also sound comforting, which is kind of what she would want to hear. That's, like, how he coaxes her into murdering people. Right? Yeah, like, like kind of softs her in. Like, yeah, just yes. murdering children in regular towns. like, this is okay. This is a pretty good idea. We're, we're, we're making a movie right now. I think now. this is fine. Like, this is certainly Spielberg? better. Spielberg? This is certainly better we than We talked that. to you earlier. Yeah. And, uh... Have you ever seen another movie like this besides The Voices? Omit The Voices, because it is kind of the same. I've never seen it, but nobody cares about voices. He's not a he's not a baker, though. He just works at a, at a place that makes, like, sinks or bathtubs or some shit. I'd rather watch this movie as a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. It's a Christmas movie, definitely. How amazing would that be? Definitely. She's like, going to have a big red sack when she goes around poisoning people. Just imagine... So, like gremlins, mm-hmm. these little uh, gingerbread men could get crazy. Yeah. Or, like... But they, I think they're just her hallucinations. But, like, she can make like, it like it'll that. It'll pan out from her and show her, like, walking up to somebody's mm-hmm. doorstep with her big red sack of baked goods, and she's got all the little gingerbread people yeah. following her. That'd be creepy as shit. And they're all, like, rooting her on, like, cheering. Mm-hmm. Like, they're her little crowd. Like, woo, yeah. Right. Let's go. Yeah. And then Michael Fassbender just whispering like, in her ear. You're okay. And then you see the, the crowd of Michael Fassbenders. <laughs> that could be something. Do a gender swap, though. If it was going to be a male baker, who would you get? And then as a female voice, a voiceover. Yeah, so I said Christian Bale, but uh, like, I'd real, I don't know. How about a Mark Ruffalo? Eh, no, yeah, he, I mean, he... Play- think he's too boyish and charming to be a murderer? I think he might be too I think soft he, to be a murderer. Too soft. Yeah. Like I, I, I see it. It's weird to say he's too soft. Yeah. But I see it not as a murderer. I wonder if Brad Pitt would do it. You could make him look uh, frumpy. You know what I mean? Just make him look like he's not 
super fit, uh, mega handsome, but he'd still be good looking, good looking dude who's just that's his thing, man. He loves fucking yeah. bacon. I mean, so I have a question. Uh, I have answers. Six. Jack Nicholson. Blue. Was he in before The Shining? It okay. took me a long time to think of okay. that fucking movie. Jack Nicholson before he was in The Shining. Was he like a big character or big big actor? Yes. Yeah. So like that that had to be like a left turn, right? No, it's pretty on or par. Or was was he on par with that? Yeah, he's on par with that. Okay. So have you ever seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? But black and white film. I've heard of it. That's I amazing. haven't seen it. That's amazing. I think it might be remastered in color now. Yeah, it's it's really But good. It, so that was kinda on par. The Shining was on par with his career. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> so um, he'd be, he'd be well, a good I was just thinking, like, it's like, hmm, how could you like turn, turn a character like actor? I want like an older kind of chubbier dude. I tell you what, if we're gonna play it present day, if we're gonna play it present day, normally I would John Goodman. Normally I would have never fucking said this. Oh my god, St. Louis's own John Goodman. Get the fuck out of here. That's perfect. It is perfect. I was gonna say I'd give a shot to Kevin James. I think but it's John Goodman. That's fucking great, though. St. Louis's own John Goodman. Who's the voice in his head? Who's his ginger dead woman? Is a I woman? Um, ooh, ah, uh, John. It had to be somebody soft, soft. Some, somebody coaxing. You know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, if you you've seen her, right? So is Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, that's almost too that's easy. A, that's a deadlock. That's yeah. too almost too easy. I don't that know. That is almost too easy. Who's the hard-nosed uh, upcoming detective? Oh, okay. Um, is this a woman, too? How about... Uh, sure, yeah, just so we said we did them both. Um, how about... How about Zoe Saldana? Is she... Wait, hold on, which one is she? She plays Gamora in the, uh, oh, like the okay. Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever. I like it. Yeah. I mean, what if what if you went with uh, Zendaya? Too young. You think so? Yeah, she's you don't think young. she can play she's like up? Twenty, not as a detective, like maybe as the neighbor mm. kid who's onto it, because it's Christmas break, so you could get her and I mean, like I, I think don't you know, could a, dress her up a bit and a she kid could from play Str- an older a role. kid from Stranger Things or something, and be like, oh, mm. yeah. yeah, we're neighborhood kids, we're we're onto it because we were smoking dope and we heard a yeah. conversation we weren't supposed to because we were gonna do a kiss. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't see her as that's that. it. And then they do a kiss at the end when they finally defeat the uh, Ginger Dead Man, which is St. Louis's own John Goodman. Man, that's a good movie. That's fucking not bad, bro. It's a good movie. That's not bad. That's not I kind of want to watch it. I Can we, we make that? We fucking did. I wish. I wish somebody contact me. Give me. Uh, I don't know how many millions of dollars it would take to get those people to do that movie. But if you they give would me do like it, a thousand, I'd be good. Who would you get to direct that? Spielberg. <laughs> well, I guess if the sky's the limit, yeah, sure. I mean, if we're uh, going there, hmm. man, I think I would probably get. Hmm. Oh God, who does like really well mental illness? Who did? Well, I tell you what. There's a bit in uh, the movie Dread that is like it's not. I was thinking about it's not showing like mental illness, but it's showing like somebody tripping on a specific drug, and it looks amazing. Like it's shot really well. Have you seen? What's I don't know. One? I don't know who. What's the uh, the DiCaprio movie with where the island is the not the island? Uh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that kind of a good mental illness type movie. Yeah. I don't know if that's mental illness. Oh, that'd be crazy. that'd be good. Who did that one? Is that? Um, Oh, that's Scorsese. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Uh, it would be great, though. 
Yeah, Scorsese. That, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. One. Marty, call me baby. Marty, baby, what's happening? You know, you know, your your best friends on the block here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We could be, that's a that's a great idea. That'd be a great idea for a film. It's a great movie. Uh, we're on to something. I would watch it. I and then if I could if I could just do absolutely anything I wanted after all that, I would change the title. But you don't have to. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I would say like. Because it's just a would, dumb, it's just a do, dumb name. I wouldn't do it around Ginger. Well, well, you kind of almost have to with what we did. God but damn, we took that hot piece of shit and made it like one of the most interesting psychological thrillers I think I've ever heard of. I want to watch it right it's now. It's just got a dumb name. Yeah, Gingerbread Dude, Man is because Ginger John, Dead Man is John pretty Goodman sh- can look crazy yeah, as you, fuck. You and uh, who was uh, I forgot you guys? You and someone else did the. Um, I mean, Bird did Ten Cloverfield. Ten Cloverfield. Oh, he's man. weird and crazy in that one. He's like, fucking weird and crazy in that, and he's great. But he can also be very sweet and nice and jolly, right? So that would be what he would do to all the neighbors. He just, like, can just flip that switch. You know what I mean? Literally, that's the role. Mm-hmm. It's like just play that. With Scarlett Johansson just whispering, whispering we'll, stuff in his ear. We'll put an apron around you. And we could say, like, Scarlett Johansson was his wife, but she died tragically in a whatever 35 years ago or whatever. So he still remembers her like that. As in gingerbread form? No, not in, gin- <laughs> not in gingerbread form. He hallucinates gingerbread men. Oh, okay. No, yeah. No. I, this bad movie got me fucked up, man. It's, dude, it's, a, it's <laughs> fucked up. It's, it's an hour and 15 minutes of nothing happening. I'll tell you what happens in an hour and 15 minutes. Shoot. Gary Busey, he's in a cookie. The cookie murders a couple people. They think they killed the cookie. Maybe they didn't. Spoiler, because the witch is still <laughs> like, I'm making more Gary Busey cookies. That's it. That's the whole fucking movie. Other oh, than that, you get man. a bunch of hand-fisted exposition uh, that's like trying to make you care about characters that they have failed miserably to develop. And it's, it's like they try to steal like uh, Chucky lines, like one-liners. Yeah. Just like oh, that's going to leave a mark. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's like, not a joke. Oh, one of the best parts of the movie was the uh, subtitles, like ominous music or oh, yeah. uh, diabolical uh, laughing. What was one? Uh, <laughs> man, there was one that was pretty it's funny. Like, it was like... Um, hmm. Ominous orchestra. No, no, no. The one I'm thinking of was like uh, a skeptical, a skeptical trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? What? There's a bunch of good ones like that. Yeah, there was some. There was some good shit in there as far as that goes. But, as far yeah. as the, as far as the closed captioning for the film, <laughs> I give it a six out of Not ten. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. That guy or girl did their, you know, they did their homework. Yeah, whoever was doing the the closed captions. Like, I know this is a shitty movie. I'm going to make it a little interesting. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> where they were trying, they were going for something. I suppose that's the problem, though, is you can have whatever idea you want, and by the time you get funded to do it and actually put out the casting call, you're not going to get what you're, you're never going to get what you want. You just have to work with what you got. Well, I see that's where like the great but this script directors. Is, this script is shit. This is a shit story. Yeah, there's nothing to work with here. No, like if you if you handed me this story, I'd be like, well, well, I don't, I ain't reading half of this. Like, what? I'm done after the first scene. Right. So you're still doing the what you watching? Yeah, we're doing it right now. Because <laughs> I'm done watching and thinking about that fucking movie. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do it anymore. Roll the roll the thing. Hey, what you watching? All right, 
What uh, Jackson? What you what you what you been watching, man? Watching, reading, reading, listening to. Well, got anything new going on? Well, I literally just noticed that you have a, a mouse pad that's bench made. Yeah, which is a knife, which is amazing, and it goes over. It's like for a breakdown. I don't know so, why I just noticed it's pretty fucking just awesome. Just now? Yeah. You, you've done this show. That's been sitting there the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Uh, every time you've the done same this show, one? that's sitting there. Are you shitting me? It might have been this one way back when. But yeah, man, I'm pretty sure that one, that one's. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a beer. We'll come back. We'll do what you're watching. I'm going to get a beer. Hey, what you watching? What you been watching, Jackson? We've been up to. We've been getting. We've been getting into, my guy. Oh man! So it's been a minute since I've been here. Um, I feel like it hasn't been that long, but it has. At least yeah. it was like yeah, it's been a minute. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, so what I've been watching? So, uh, Halo Infinite came out. So I've been kind of grinding on that a little bit. Yeah, how's that? So. I wish you would have brought your Xbox over. I'd love to play it. The multiplayer is way different than Halo 5, so it's... Uh, it's I didn't play Halo 5 either. Well, I thought Halo 5 had a great multiplayer, um, and it was a lot smoother and everything, but it's. I think it's a... Like, they're bringing back some, like, old-school, like, Halo tendencies where you you have to rely on your teammates more than just going off on your own. So there's a lot more teamwork involved, I feel like, in actually... The, this game, the, the maps are laid out for more team-based like, strategy, and the movement. The movement they 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 kind of nerfed the movement a little bit. Like, really, co- compared to Halo Five, they've nerfed movement a lot. No shit. Yeah, so like your slides aren't very as long. Like they they stop at a certain point and you then slide. Yeah, yeah, I totally missed Halo Five. Yeah, I, I never knew sliding was a thing. Sliding is a great thing. Uh, I played, but, but Re- like, I played Reach, and then I think Four. Yeah, I hated Four. Four is the worst. I wasn't crazy about four. I I really I am one of those people that really really enjoyed Reach. Yeah, Reach I know was they I know didn't have not... the battle rifle in Reach, so it kind of pissed me off. Well, they had the DMR. I know, but yeah. that was the first time they brought the DMR into the game, so I was like, yeah, yeah. I I I wasn't a huge fan of Reach, but I didn't I I didn't hate it as bad as some people because some people are like. I'm completely never going to play. Man, if I had But more, then they came out with 4, and I was like, damn, it's a bad game. If I had more disposable income, I think I probably would buy a PS4 and a new Xbox. I'd buy one of each, but I would buy the Xbox. It would literally be like a fucking $800 Halo machine, because that's all I would play on it. So this new Halo is a lot like Halo 3 and Halo 2. I love Halo 3 and Halo 2. with nerfed movement from Halo 5. Hmm. So which I didn't. Play. It's a combination of like the good stuff on the multi and the new stuff, mm-hmm. but with a callback to the old multiplayer of. Okay. You have to you really still got rely. The Magnum is the Magnum still three shot? Um no, so they have a Magnum, but it's right. like fifteen shots. Fuck. It kind of sucks. Like the Magnum in five was five shots to the head, and that was your starting weapon. Yeah. Magnum here is uh, in two. It was three, right? I can't remember Two exactly. Well, they they nerfed it in three. No, no, I think. One, well, yeah, three was not a thing. Yeah, you want to pick ha- that up? Halo Two, it was. But yeah, um, I've been on my Halo grind. Well, not really that much, but compared to like back in the day. Yeah, like, it's weird now. It's like I can play a little bit. I get a little pissed off because I'll get online and I'll get 
me and you know a few friends start playing and we get mashed up against kids that have been playing all day and it's like fuck you kid right like seriously you guys are able to play all day i have to fucking work mm-hmm. i have to come home here's what i do man this is my <laughs> this is my golden rule for chatting if i don't know the person i don't do voice chat oh no, no. well we don't actually say anything to them ah but if they beat us it's like we can't really like back in the day and like the uh chats you could talk to the other team in the lobby yeah you can't do that anymore like uh, it's not a thing that makes sense so <laughs> it's like after they after you get beat, it's like uh fuck. That kid or that those kids were able to play and they've been able to play for the last, I don't know, two weeks that this game's been out. Oh yeah, no shit. I've touched it for two hours. This yeah, sucks. Right. I'm right. pissed off. That uh does it have a campaign mode? I know now they're coming out with some games that are strictly multiplayer and don't have a campaign. So I find the campaign great way to brush up. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually push the campaign harder than the multiplayer. Like they released the multiplayer free mm-hmm. campaign you had to pay for. Did you get it? It ju- it just came out like oh, okay. on the eighth or something like that. Have you played any of it? I or? haven't played it yet. It mm. just came out. I would like to play it. Yeah, but I haven't played it yet. Um, so there's some people on Halo that are just campaign people. They just mm-hmm. love the campaign, and they're really disappointed by five and four and Reach. Well, Reach was a good campaign. Yeah, like, Reach was an alright campaign. But like, there's been a kind of a down five or six years, seven years for the campaign, so... Mm-hmm. I thought, wasn't... Was three the one with the flood? Three was the flood. That was a good one. Yeah, it was, that a, was good a good one. campaign. It was a good yeah. campaign. Multiplayer was... I I didn't mind five, to be honest, but uh, it wasn't as good as yeah, some I, of the other ones. That's why I never played it. Like, I would have bought a new Xbox then if anybody was like, it's fucking amazing. But I just heard, it's all right. I'm, I'm partial I, to Halo 5 have, just because of the multiplayer. I have been itching to get back into a shooter for a long time. Like, I don't know if you know this about me. I played Halo specifically. was like the one video game I played for like four years, four or five years. Yeah. I got really, really fucking good at it. Yeah. And then one day I just quit playing it. And I haven't played a shooter since then. I have not played a shooter since my kid was like three. Yeah, there's shooters out there that are like next, I guess, next generation type. But like Halo's always been like for me is like been that that's the shooter I want to play. Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of fun, but it also is it's 100% skill based. Yeah, and yeah. tactically team based. Like you have to have comms. Like you have to be able to talk to your team to like set up things. Like if you want to play at a higher level, you can play, but you can play versus better players and still win if you have a better team dynamic. Oh, 100%. Because you will get spawn trapped or whatever. Like, oh yeah. Like my my thing is, I'm just I'm a kill stealing son of a bitch. But I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. I am just trying to kill as many yeah, fucking people just as picking, possible. Picking up. And like like if I see you engaging a guy, I'm coming. Which is good. Yeah, that's it. So whichever one of us gets a kill, who cares? Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. But if I can get it, it's fucking awesome. So I used to be like deep into hell, like like you like you're saying, like yeah. like. I used to be like, I even like now, like I played six days a week, probably three to four hours a day for fucking four or five years. I almost filled a couple classes in college because because <laughs> I hate yeah, you ain't you ain't fucking shitting around, man. When I used to live up in the city, I'd come home from work, and I would come home from work. I would take a shower. I would eat something. I would get a beer. And, and like, then we would play. Can't Halo. wait for we, Halo. We would mm. fucking play Halo until one thirty in the morning every fucking day. Like every day, you know what? The, and then that's sometimes, amazing. Sometimes that's on a amazing Saturday, to me. 
Sometimes on a Saturday, we would just get up and start playing at like 11 a.m. and play until 1 o'clock yeah, in the morning. you'd wake up as soon as possible like, I need to play Halo today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking absolutely. Just imagine like if you like, so like the memories like back then, like they were all online. So like mm-hmm. you don't remember as much because they were not captured in real life. Yeah. But like what if you had like recorder of like what happened then? What's your, what's your favorite type of kill in Halo? Uh, I mean. A, mine's a dead tie. Between sticky grenades and assassination. Oh, I, was, I was thinking overkill or like wait, like. <laughs> oh no, I'm just talking about like a uh, one personal. It's it's all stickies. It's all stickies and assassinations for me. It's my favorite. So because on, those are the kinds that make me angry. So on Halo, so a ninja, there there's an there's a uh, medal called Ninja on Halo Infinite, which I just saw today before I came over because uh, my nephew was playing. I was like, let me play for a little bit. Anyway. It's where someone's like behind you, mm-hmm. like you're running and you, you feel them behind you. Mm-hmm. Either they shot you or something and you stop, you jump straight up and they keep going forward and you fall behind them and hit them in the back and, and assassinate, assassinate them. It's called a ninja. Nice. That's my, that's probably my favorite. Like yeah, if you ninja, I was going to say that, that'd be a thing. It takes that was, a lot of skill to do. It was, well, there was one where it was like, I found out that you do, you know, X amount of thousands sticky grenade kills and you get a special medal. And I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. And there's another one where like you get a specific suit of armor. If you assassinate so many people. Okay. I'm, I'm down. That's, Dude, that's my game plan. You'd be, you'd be, you'd like Halo Infinite. Yeah. I, I really would like to try it out. I don't know if it's worth $800 for me to try out oh. Halo Infinite. But yeah, I'm thinking well, about it, you know, it would be cool, and you can I play would some play pretty it. sweet games our, too. Our ping sucks out here, though, is my problem. You know what, what I'm saying? What about the uh, Tesla or Starlink? Musk? Yeah, the ping sucks. Did you see his fucking haircut? Fucking Fifth wow. Element yeah, haircut. What the f- I guess even the wealthiest people in the world can still have a midlife crisis. Well, he did just get a divorce. He's doing the Hawkeye. He? It's the Hawkeye haircut from Endgame. No, no, no. it's Fifth Element bad guy. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's, I think it's the exact haircut where the bad guy that's just, well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't explain what he is, but. No, nah, I know what you're talking about. That's a decent movie. Yeah, it's fucking Gary Oldman, baby. Gary Oldman, yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> it's a weird, like, he's a young Gary Oldman there, too. Oh, yeah. That's a decent movie. I always enjoy watching that for that's whatever not bad. reason. I like The Fifth Element. I like it. Well, what else you been up to besides oh. besides Halo? We um, just, well, I'm like, what have you been doing? We talked for like 10, 30 10 minutes, minutes about Halo. Halo. Um, so there's been a there's been one show I just I just started. There's probably been a few shows since the last mean time me and you spoke. Uh, mm. But uh, recently, I think like, I'll try to catch a show that intrigues me enough to like watch before like I get like I get home. I either do something like play Halo or I'll watch a movie or watch a show. Yeah, sure. And then go to sleep. Like, and that's uh, all the time I have. Recently, I, I'm like on episode five or six of Arcane. Okay. Is that pretty good? I think it's pretty good. It's Arcane. I don't know. So, this is where I'm going to fall, fall short. I don't know. Is it Arcane League of Legends? And I know people are oh, deep okay. yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. League I of Legends. I don't know shit about League of Legends. Okay. Tell you what I know about it. It's not my favorite game format. Yeah, I, I tried it. I tried League of Legends like three times, and I was like, "Yeah, man, this really just isn't for me." Well, there's not, people not, that are really good at it. Not knocking like, it. Yeah, I know there's people that are badass at it. I fucking love that shit. If that's your jam, fuck, crank it out, baby. But uh, it's just but, not for me specifically. Not for my play style. So, but on Netflix, there's a, a art. This show's called Arcane, and it is. It's I, got really good reviews. It's 
pretty fucking good. I'm like, I don't know if this is the storyline behind League of Legends. Like, I don't, I'm guessing it is because. And it's a series, right? Yeah, I think think so. I think it's a story of like two or three characters from League of Legends. So there's already another one in the works, I think, from a different perspective. So they're going somewhere. Like, I'm not, like, I'm only on five or six episodes. Good shit, though, huh? I'm looking forward to the next time I watch it. So Tell you yeah. what I'm pumped up about. And that. it's got it's got good hold on, hold on, let me go back. All right. It's got good like uh music. Okay. It's got Imagine Dragons in it, like okay. just playing music in the background. So can you imagine? And Dragons. Like uh the characters are like they look good. Like they don't look like video game characters. Yeah, I've they seen look the animation. Like, it looks really like, great. Damn, that's it's like I feel like I'm watching a comic book. Kind it's of. like they they got the budget for uh, sex, love, and robots. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. That? I love sex, love, hell and yeah. robots. Never missed one, baby. I fucking love that show. It's it's just too. I tell you what hasn't uh, what what I haven't watched yet, but I'm very excited to watch the uh, the new season of The Witcher. The Witcher. Yeah, I haven't I haven't jumped into that yet. If you have you ever played a Witcher game, like Fable. Or is it it's, The it's, Witcher? It's a different franchise. Okay, no. Uh, so the The Witcher, I actually have never played one either, but I started watching, I started playing The Witcher 3, okay. like, like recently, like in the last week. And uh, I'm probably like six or seven hours into it. I'm still getting used to the controls because they're distinct for the game. Um, that's kind of uh, cool, I'm enjoying though. it. It's got, it's got a really rich story. But so The Witcher, the car- Witchers carry two swords. One steel and one silver. So silver ones for monsters, steel ones for men. Ooh. And uh, they're just bad motherfuckers. They're slightly enhanced, but they mostly use like potions and spells to give them the edge based on what they're fighting at the moment. I like it. So it's like you change up your buffs on the fly. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, it's a cool idea for a story. So you I, go I around. Like it, yeah. You, people hate you. They're like, fuck you. And they call you slurs and shit. But you go there and find like flyers for oh there's a fucking werewolf in the hills or whatever and you go kill it. So you're just and a badass you... among everybody and everybody's like ah you kind of suck. Exactly, yeah, exactly right. And you have like a spell that helps give you the power of suggestion and you know just different shit. In the show, they cast Henry Cavill, yeah. who is damn, I've, I've seen that he's damn near a dead ringer for the actual fictional character. And he's really well acted. He sounds like him. The show looks great. There's fun monsters. There's fun characters. My only critique about season one of the show is, as someone who's never played the Witcher series, there's a point where they kind of take a leap and assume that you know some things. It's not where you can't catch up. You know what I mean? It's just like, there's uh, part of it where it's like, it's whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. What happened there? Whoa, why, why is everybody doing the things that they're doing right now? Mm. Like, did I did I miss something? Uh, but it's a really fun show, and I liked it a lot, and that's why I purchased The Witcher 3. Nice. And I'm excited to watch season two. I think it'll be good. I've had it on my bucket list of, like, I'll get there. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people have a bucket list of I'll get there uh, of Fuck. shows. Everybody. Um, it's we're, we're living in the golden age of media where most shit that comes out is pretty good by comparison. But I can be very picky with it, too, though. Oh, of so, course. you know, it's like. Ah, man, there's yeah, so I'm, much I'm shit out a, there. I'm painting with a broad brush when I say most of it's good. But you know, like, like you can, like, there's, you know, something's good, but it's like, you know what? I don't really want to watch it. Right. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Everybody's like, you've never seen Breaking Bad? I'm like, nah, I watched the first season. It's fucking amazing. And then I watched like three episodes of the second season and I was like, man, you know, I don't want to watch some other shit. So 
Not like it's bad. I, no, I thought it was great. I just have no desire to watch seven seasons there's of a, it or whatever. There's a, there's a drive behind, like, I feel like certain people that, like, would watch Breaking Bad are, I mean, you gotta, under, not understand, but like, you gotta, like, be okay with that slow pace. Like, mm. If you're not okay with that slow pace of, like, it's gonna get somewhere and it's gonna pay it off, because not many shows pay off a slow pace. That's not true. Not many shows do that. That's true. Which Breaking Bad does, and the follow-up sequel to uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, it's fucking awesome, too. Yeah. It's, no, I, I absolutely can believe that, because it's got fucking um, yeah, Bob, Bob, Bob... Odenkirk. Odenkirk, thank you. Uh, Bob Odenkirk's fantastic. Been a long-time fan of Bob Odenkirk since back in the early 20-teens when I used to watch Mr. Show with Bob and Dave. Yeah. Dude, he's... He kills it in Better Call Saul. Also, man. huge fan of David Cross in anything. <laughs> like, I've never been like, oh, fucking David Cross fucking around doing his thing. God, I wish he wasn't here. No, I love it every time. It's delightful. I love his shtick. Where, where are we at with shows? What were we talking about? Like, how do we get to Breaking Bad? Like, well, I don't know. Okay. Fucking, uh, um, but, what are we talking about? I, I don't know. What are we doing? I, uh, you guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's go to that gold talk! We're a one-eyed Batman! Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns, we fight with our mind. Cousin business is out booming. That is one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Like when Mrs. Deagle's walking down the street and she's got that snowman Deagle. head. Yeah. They're like the, <laughs> the mean lady. She's the they're Karen like, of the time. Like an, they've got like an oboe score over it. It's like... Wah, eh, wah, eh, wah.